0: Welcome fellow horror hounds and welcome to the latest episode of Talk and Stalk, your unholy home for horror. I'm your host as always, Barry, and today's podcast is really just going to be me talking about and ranking the Child's Play, the Chucky films. Um, I'll admit, I'm just going to preface this and saying I'm not one of the biggest Child's Play fans out there um it's certainly by no means one of my favorite horror franchises or anything um i do love the character of chucky brilliantly voiced by brad doriff um but i'm not really i'm not really its biggest i'm not really its biggest fan um i don't particularly love any of the child's play films but i do certainly like some of them i do certainly appreciate some of them um and yeah of course you know um Chucky is undeniably a horror icon as I say Brad Dourif is just fantastic um in that role um I think with Child's Play what I've always kind of struggled to to kind of get around is the whole you know two foot doll being able to kill so many goddamn people but at the end of the day it's horror you know it's all it's all pretty kind of nonsensical for the most part isn't it anyway um So, uh, yeah, the one film I'm going to be excluding for this list is actually the 2019 remake. Now, there's people that would crucify me for saying this, but I thought it was okay. Uh, I'm not ashamed to admit I thought it was okay. All right. I really didn't take to the look of Chucky in this film, um, buddy. But, you know, Mark Hamill, a good replacement, if you will. Um, you know, if you're not going to get Brad Dorev, then, you know, Mark Hamill's, I think, pretty much kind of the next best thing. You know, obviously, he's become so famous for voicing the Joker, which he's absolutely perfect for. Um, But overall, obviously, it veered into the world that we're living in now. You know, technology, uh I suppose kind of voodoo and all that, you know, like the 88 original was probably a bit too kind of hokey for a modern audience in that. So it obviously played on... um know today today's very modern age but I thought it was okay honestly in all you know because it wasn't just a copy and paste of the original they didn't just you know completely you know copy it from start to finish um I thought as remakes go no it's by no means one of the best ones uh but I certainly don't think it's one of the worst either by any means um so yeah I'm just gonna jump into this list now um, now, in bottom space for me, uh, there's no real competition. It's Seed of Chucky, um, released in 2004. Um, I just really don't like this film. Uh, I just I mean, at this point, obviously in the franchise, you know, it, it's Chucky has clearly veered into um, postmodern horror comedy. You know, it's a film that's played for laughs, certainly without a doubt. And admittedly, you know, there's funny bits. That there are certainly some funny moments here and there um but uh i think glenn slash glenda was the worst thing to happen to this franchise i really do the inclusion of this character just you know i like some of the homages and some of the jokes and some of the references and all that um but i'm more of a kind of a diehard horror fan it's kind of like i i kind of missed the original kind of Chucky at this point where, you know, Chucky would come out with funny lines and that, but it's still veered into kind of horror. But obviously with Bride of Chucky, um, which is obviously I'm going to get to on the list soon, um, it started to veer way more um, into comedy. But Cedar Chucky to me is kind of the bottom of the barrel uh, for that for that franchise. I mean, it's always great to, you know, hear Brad Dourif and see Jennifer Tilly and that, you know, great Um, quite the double act I do love them two together Um, but this was just just a weak film Um, yes so for me hands down um, it's the worst film in the franchise Um, now uh, above that um, a little bit uh, a bit of a distance though between this and that one Um, it would have to be Child's Play 3 for me Um, it's okay I mean, you know, it's the third film. It came out just the year after Child's Play 2. Uh, This is the one that I believe was temporarily banned or I'm not going to go too much into it. But there was a murder that happened in the UK and apparently the two boys that committed the murder had actually watched this film. And uh, I'm not sure if it was officially banned, but it was quite hard to get hold of uh, for some time. Um, a great, it's Brad Dourif being Chucky you know, there's some, some good lines, some good jokes and all that and whatever but I think ultimately to me it just proves to be a pretty forgettable um, slasher flick um, obviously a different actor playing Andy Barkley this time round, obviously he's older now he's in his teenage years um, military and uh, you know, a good little moment where he's uh, exchanging all the, the, the fake bullets, you know, the for, for real bullets and all that um it's, it's got some good lines there's some good lines in there um you know i'm gonna be a brother and i believe this was a line don't fuck with a chuck excuse my language or that was child's play two i felt like it was child's play three though um but i think ultimately you know it was just kind of it was on the slasher train i mean it came out obviously very quickly went into production straight after hot off the heels of child's play two and um you know but uh i think ultimately just kind of just pretty pretty forgettable um that's not to say it's terrible um but it's yeah um i'd kind of put it near near the bottom of the pile um now the film just above this this where it was getting this is where it was getting quite tricky actually because i feel like there was a couple of child to play films kind of jostling for for this spot in all honesty um and I, I kind of hate myself for saying this because I did actually quite enjoy this. Um, but it's actually Court of Chucky. Um, Court of Chucky, I did actually quite like. Um, I liked the claustrophobic aspect. Um, you know, I like the Institute setting. It had some kind of memorable kills and that to it. And I will say this, all right, I wasn't keen on the direction the the movie took i wasn't really keen on the direction this franchise was going in but at the same time i kind of commend them for doing something a little different um it's just one that really didn't fit well with me um it yeah it it, it veers the franchise in a new direction um i mean it's good to see the actor the original actor playing andy barkley back you know that's a great little kind of you know nostalgic touch you know for the for the fans out there um and you know, overall it was it certainly, you know, it had its it had its moments. Um obviously this was um Fiona Doriff's second film in the franchise. Obviously she's Brad Doriff's daughter. You you can really tell, can't you? She's a spitting image of her dad. <laughs> um but uh this was okay. I mean this was actually okay. Um There were some moments that kind of like... There was one moment in particular that was was clearly CG that kind of jarred me a bit, kind of detracted me from the film somewhat. But I think this film had some things going for it. Um, Certainly, as I say, I'm a big fan of claustrophobic movies. I did really like the Institute setting and that. Um, And I kind of like the little... The ending that it takes, but it's... Yeah, they tried to do something new, um, but uh, it's just not one that I was particularly a fan of. Um now the film just above that, um, I actually think is a great slice of postmodern horror. This is clear where, you know, this is clearly where the franchise was starting to veer way more into comedy. Um, but I think it's clever. I think it manages to be clever and funny. And that's Bride of Chucky, released in nineteen ninety eight. Obviously, it gave us Jennifer Tilly. It gave me one of my all-time favorite Chucky e. Lyons. "It ain't the size; it counts." Asshole it's what you do with it. Um, obviously, there's uh, there's moments at the, you know at the start. You see Michael Myers' mask. You see Leatherface's chainsaw. Freddy's glove, and it this this film certainly pays a lot of homage. And the title itself, "Bride of Frankenstein," you know, it's clearly a nod to that. And uh, I really enjoy this film as horror comedy goes. I think this is a pretty a pretty good example of one um you know there's nothing really kind of outwardly scary or anything about this movie um it doesn't try to be it's just having a lot of fun it's having a lot of fun with it i mean i think chuck i actually love the look of chucky in this film we've got the whole brand new view of chucky you know the kind of battle-worn um you know kind of worn torn version if you will and um, i absolutely love the look um i think he really does look quite menacing and that um, it's a fun film. It's a fun movie. Uh, you know, John Ritter's in there. Uh, the ever great John Ritter, you know, may he rest in peace. Um, and it's essentially a road movie as well at its core. But I do like a lot of the references this film makes. I think there's a good little Pinhead joke where a uh, John Ritter character actually ends up with loads of, uh, I think, nails in his head. And uh, Chucky says to him, um, what is it? Uh, where have I seen this before? It's clearly a nod to Pinhead from the Hellraiser franchise. Um, And there's a little moment actually from Seed of Chucky, just one little moment that I really kind of liked where he pokes his head through the door. It's clearly a nod to Jack Torrance's The Shining. And uh, I'm not quite sure what he says. I believe it's along the lines of, um, I feel like I should say something here or something. It's been a long time since I've seen Seed of Chucky though. I've only seen it a couple of times. Uh, But *Brighter Chucky, I think is a pretty good entry, a pretty good entry into the franchise. Um, Now, the next film uh on the list um again I was quite torn between two films for this um I do like them both but uh I think the next one for me is gonna have to be Child's Play 2 um which I actually think is quite a good sequel I mean it only come out a couple of years after the first film and uh I actually love the cover for for this film where he's like trying to cut off the uh the head of the jack in, the jack in the Box. Um, you know, same actor, Andy Barkley, and uh, obviously he's been he's been taken in. And um yeah, I think this film has some pretty some pretty memorable moments. Um, you know, it has some uh, some memorable kills, especially when he kills the uh, the school teacher. He's beaten her to death. Again, you've got to kind of get your head around the whole fact of a two foot doll uh being able to 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 kill a full grown woman and all that. Um <laughs> but uh, yeah, Andy's you know, taken in, and obviously Chucky's after him and that. And uh I actually love the opening to this film where Chucky's being rebuilt and you, you get to see through the whole process. I really do like the opening. I think it's a pretty, a pretty good opening. Um, you know, and obviously, you know, he gets taken in the uh the car trunk and he uh, kills that bloke. That's a memorable scene. He's just that, that that laugh, that evil maniacal laugh he gives while he's killing. He's such a lovable but lovable character isn't he Charles Lee Ray you know um so I think Child's Play 2 is quite a good sequel I think it holds up quite well to the first film and, you know it clearly has a bit of a higher body count than that and uh you know I, I I like the ending I really like the ending kind of the big climax of the movie if you will um you know in the factory with all the Chuckies and that everywhere and uh yeah yeah, Child's Play two. Um, I think it's 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 quite a good quite a good sequel. Um, now, second place here is Curse of Chucky, which was actually the first Child's Play film to go straight to DVD slash Blu Ray. If you said to me years ago that Chucky would be because Chucky, you know, Chucky is a an iconic horror movie villain, um, but I never thought I'd see the day where Chucky's going straight to DVD and Blu Ray. But Curse of Chucky did, and it's one of the best films in the franchise, in my opinion. Um, this is my favourite film, um, aside from the original. Um, I actually love, again, like *Cult of Chucky, I love the sense of claustrophobia that this film has. I love the whole kind of old dark house aesthetics. Um, yeah, I, lo- I just love the atmosphere in this movie. And again, it was kind of the child's play franchise, going back to its roots of actual horror, not veering too much into comedy. You know, it was a film that managed to be kind of creepy in places. You know, I think there's one moment where she's in the elevator, you know, and the lights go off, Fiona Dorev's character. And uh, just that that whole scene is actually quite suspenseful. And uh, there's actually a moment in um, Around the Dinner Table where Chucky's poisoned someone's food, of course, and we don't actually know which character's food it is, and they're all sitting around the table. And it's kind of like, who is it? Um, you know, which one's gonna die. And there was a scene quite reminiscent of, actually in Court of Chucky, which again I actually thought was quite a good, quite suspenseful scene. Um where uh she's trying to prove that Chucky's actually alive and he's not just a real doll and she's you know, trying to she's putting the flame underneath him. Um so I think, yeah, I think I think Curse of Chucky was kind of a return to form for the franchise. Um you know, and, uh, you know, having Brad Dorif back and we actually get to see when I say Brad Dorif back, getting to see Brad Dourif, um actually via flashback sequences. They had to try and make him look younger. And I think they generally just used kind of a bit of makeup and, and lighting. It wasn't it wasn't CG'd or anything like that. Um, but uh, yeah, Curse of Chucky. Uh, good, good sequel. And in my opinion, I mean, obviously they played it safe and stuff. To me, it was a horror film that was actually probably worthy of going to the cinema. Um, But obviously it didn't. And uh, yeah, so obviously that brings me on to the first movie, which, of course, the one that kicked it all off, uh, directed by Tom Holland, who actually directed uh, one of my personal favourite 80s horror films, probably my favourite vampire film of the 80s, Fright Night. Um, And of course, Child's Play also starred, you know, Chris Sarandon in there and Catherine Hicks. You know, Chris Sarandon was, of course, Jerry Dandridge in, in, in Fright Night. Uh, this is the film that gave us Chucky. And what I really like about this film is the uh, the sense of kind of suspense, you know, towards the beginning of the movie. Um, Chucky doesn't really reveal himself until over halfway through the film. So we just see kind of Andy, um, you know, conversing, talking to Chucky and all this kind of it doesn't show anything. You know, there's a level of restraint. It's not like we just see Chucky right off the get go killing people. Um, there is kind of a sense of build up to it. Um, And I think this film had what I actually think is the scary. I mean, I don't I've never found the child's play films, you know, particularly scary. I've never actually found Chucky myself to be scary. He's a great character. But there is one moment in this film that I think is really well done and really is quite creepy. And it's the moment where um, she picks up Chucky and his mum. And of course, you know, she she looks to check the batteries and there's no batteries in there. And his head, it, it's quite a jump scare. It's quite a moment. And Chucky's head swings round. Hi, my name is Chucky. Wanna play? Um, it's an awesome little moment. <laughs> I really like that. And uh, yeah, it's, um, I mean, the thing is with the movie as well, um, I think that yes, it's its essentially a slasher movie. I mean, you know, Child Play is a slasher film. But as I say, it's not just you kind of run of the mill. You know, a group of teens being bumped off one by one or anything. You know, there is actual a genuine kind of motive for, for Chucky here, trying to transfer, as hokey as it sounds and all that, you know, he's trying to transfer his soul into into Andy and that. Um, and, of course, you know, uh, everyone's going to think the kid's crazy and all that. It certainly plays on that. Now, I think the, the whole kind of inception of Child's Play, I think the whole idea of it uh, really came from... Because, you know, we'd had dolls and stuff in in, in films and TV and that before... Um, but this really kind of pushed that kind of killer dolphin right into the heart of the mainstream. And uh, there's an episode of the Twilight Zone in the fifth season called Living Doll, starring Telly Savalas. Um, great episode, actually. And I think Child's Play clearly. I've never actually looked into it, but I'm uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that there was inspiration taken there. I mean, the Twilight Zone is one of my favourite TV shows of all time. Um, that show has influenced countless TV shows and films. Um, but there was a living doll, with we a talking doll, and the you know um, Telly Savalas' so well, character is convinced the doll is trying to kill him, and there's definitely echoes of that in in Child's Play. Um, so yeah, um, it would it would have to be first place for me. It's the one that started it all, and uh, even though I don't find the film outright scary, um, I think it's it, it's certainly the more grounded kind of film in the franchise if you will if that makes any sense um you know but uh and then I think Curse of Chucky isn't really too far off it um so yeah I think that's pretty much um it for today um as I said you know everyone that's uh listened to this podcast I hope you enjoyed it and that um as I said I'm not the biggest die-hard Child's Play fan out there um I'm I'm sure there's a lot more people out there that are more well-versed in Child's Play than than what I am um, but I do I do enjoy, I do like most of the films um, in the franchise. So, uh, yeah, that's it for today. Uh, thanks to everyone that listened. And uh, if you've liked what you've heard, um, please feel free to subscribe to my channel, Talk & Stalk. Um, I'm looking to be uh, churning out podcasts on a pretty consistent basis. And, uh, yeah, I'm uh, always willing to listen to any feedback. And, uh, yeah, that's it for today. Thank you.